In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. August 8th, 2020. Three vulgar songs. Falling off of a mountain. Cloning babies and making hamburgers. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Hello. How are you today? Uh, right now, I'm feeling very safe and protected because your fly swatter is off to the side yes. of the camera. Uh, you've spent the last half hour. <laughs> it's ridiculous. There's like two or three that can teleport and disappear. Yes. Driving me crazy. They are actually teleporting. You'll see them fly by and then you look to where they could have gone and they're not there. Yep. But I'm very thankful for your valiant and gallant efforts at fly disposal. I think you've probably romanticized something very gross. <laughs> anyway, I'm good. It's okay. Good, to be here. good, good, good. It is August 8th. It is. I don't know anything special maybe it's somebody's birthday that it's, i've overlooked it certainly is somewhere well i mean like some somebody i should know well we're coming into birthday week for you also my sister's birthday's in a few days so. yeah i feel like there's somebody i know who is the eighth not henry the eighth <laughs> but august the eighth you are goofy <laughs> i am well let's see here 1937 this is so ridiculous. In Hamilton, Ontario, and I completely, I completely blame the Canadians for this. Mm -mm. I do. Okay. Get your, uh. get your house in order, Canada. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's it's good. It's good to oh. flip crap at people to distract from your own uh -huh, message. Right? Exactly. Yes. Well, this is a mess. Hamilton, Ontario. A man was char A man who was charged 
with beating his wife. This is 1937. He was deemed to be within his legal rights. The judge had cited an English common law made in 1879, which stated that a man has a right in certain cases to, quote, chastise or confine, end quote, his wife. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've, I have seen, probably all of us at some point in time have come across these lists of old laws that are oh, still right. randomly on the books. There's one somewhere where it is legal or it's only, rather, it was only illegal to beat your wife on Sundays oh, or something like well, that. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. You got to have the day of rest there, I guess. I guess. Yeah. For you, not her. It's, oh, my God. You don't tire yourself out from all that. That's just, that's ridiculous. It's what we like to file under the anti-awesome. That's in the anti-awesome files. Yeah, yeah. So that was good stuff. Uh, you want to call it an episode there? <laughs> No, let's please move on. Okay, well, in 1950, the fast food chain Whataburger yes. opened its first store in Corpus Christi, Texas. Indeed. You have some background there. Yeah, my dad is from Corpus Christi, and I grew up hearing these tales and legends of Whataburger and how delicious it is. And when I was in high school, we went to a youth gathering in Dallas, I think. Uh, the Dallas area. Mm -hmm. We got to go to Whataburger for the first time. And I can remember we thought it was hilarious because at Whataburger, all of the things are like Whataburger. Right. Water well, it's like the Mick of McDonald's. Yes. It's the water of. Yes. Yeah. We thought it was so funny to call everything like Wada Water and Wada Coke and all of that. It's mm -hmm. very annoying to think back on now. But yes, I grew up hearing all of the goodness of a Whataburger. Well, I too have experience there. Now, granted, both of us more or less grew up in Oklahoma, and that is where we live now. And there are Whataburgers here, one within, what, a mile and a half of yeah. our home? Mm -hmm. And they're fine. Yeah. They're, they're, I would say they're a little bit better in terms of the burgers, they're a little bit better than McDonald's. Their, their meat was closer to a real cow at mm -hmm. some point in time, mm -hmm. just in proximity, not in construction. <laughs> um, but I will say, the the further south you go, the closer and closer you get to the original, yeah. it gets better and better. Oh. And I don't know why. This is common... Yes. I say common knowledge, common lore, common mm -hmm. conspiracy. Oh, yeah. I have eaten at the original in Corpus Christi. The original. I did the triple, triple. I was going to ask, what's your Whataburger order? It was really good. I bet. So a triple triple in case you're unfamiliar with Whataburger is triple meat, triple cheese. Yeah. Um, which I think they call it what a fat ass or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> or yeah. what an ass you have. Indeed. To go back Indeed. to. That's uh, the Broadway kind of version. Yes. Um, here's my sentimental happy remembrance of Whataburger you may recall that on the eve of our daughter's birth, our oldest daughter's birth, yeah, we ate Whataburger. We had I didn't remember that. I re I will always remember this. We went to the hospital because I was supposed to be induced, but they didn't have room. This was a small town hospital in San Marcos, which is way closer to Corpus Christi, right? And yet, still a long ways away. Yeah, still a long ways away, definitely, but definitely closer though than Oklahoma City is. And so we had gone to the hospital and um, 
they didn't have room for me, but they did a procedure stripping the old membranes to start labor. By the time we left the hospital, I was starting to feel a little crampy and we hadn't eaten. It was a long day. Mm-hmm. Whataburger was right across the street from the hospital, essentially. So we drove through the drive-thru, got our Whataburger orders, went home and we're, we were eating it. And I remember I couldn't even finish my burger at that point because it was really starting to be like, okay, now something serious is happening. Now she was, right. um, 10 days overdue at that point. So, uh, thank goodness something was happening, but I always remember like, I love Whataburger and that's the only time in my life in history of eating Whataburger meals that I could not finish because I was actively in labor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's excusable. Yeah. So, okay. I do love a Whataburger though. Do you want this next one, or would you like yeah, me to tell? I'll tell the story of this one. It's okay. just so um, strange. We, we have a couple weird music-y things. Yeah, this one is a, an odd one. 1960, 25,000 copies of the song Tell Laura I Love Her were destroyed by Decca Records. That's a lot. 25,000. That's a lot. It is. It is. They said the song was too tasteless and vulgar. I love the word vulgar. I don't use it enough. I usually, my go-to synonym for vulgar is crass, but I feel like I want to bring vulgar back. Okay. I think, if I may, take a, a mild rabbit chase here. Okay. I think there are not nearly enough words that begin with V. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good fair point. And of the few that get used, I think we appreciate the less used. Yes. Vicious is common enough, right? Yeah. Valley, but instead of valley, if you were to say veil. Which you like to Which do. I like to do. Yeah. <laughs> I won't lie. I just, yeah, it's hard to find a good V word. Yep, it is. It is. Outside of... <laughs> Female anatomy. Female anatomy, but yeah. that's not one you just get to drop everywhere. Well, I mean, I suppose it depends on... <laughs> depends on the kind of folk you hang out with. Yeah. But the kind of people that would accept that kind of vulgarity Ooh, yes. would, in fact, be so redneck that it'd feel like you were putting on airs if you used that word around them. Oh, yeah. you're getting all scientific. Yeah, exactly. we just call it a something-something. Ooh, <laughs> Well, that too. Yeah, there's so many words for it that don't start with B. That's true. Well, should we dream up a few? Um, should we rewrite the language? I don't see why not. Okay, I mean, we'll we do that. We have we'll a that. lot of free time. Let me pencil that into my daily planner. Yeah. Anyway, tell Laura I love her was too tasteless and vulgar for English sensibility. Was this an English song? I don't know. I think I think Decca is overseas, but I don't know. Okay, I didn't care enough to look. Now, you did a little side goog to discover that the song is simply about a young man who wants to propose to his lady, but doesn't have enough money for the ring. So he enters a stock car race to win the money and tragically ends up dying in an accident. Last words, you know, as they pull his charred body out of the car as a testimony of his love. Tell Laura I love her. Oh, my goodness. Well... They destroyed all of those copies of it. It sounds like a good weekend at the NASCAR to me. I don't know. (laughs) It sounds to me like back in the 90s when we would get the fervor for being anti-secular music and we'd take all of our Pearl Jam CDs (laughs) and records and tapes. We didn't have records. And we'd destroy all of our quote-unquote bad music. Yes. Yes. In fact, that happened... That, that was a movement that swept 
at least the middle portion of the country for more than a decade. Right, and it would come in waves. Yeah, because I know? can remember in the 80s, yeah. we had, uh, it, it was a special special presentation mm -hmm. at our church. I don't know if the guy oh, came yeah. in on a Wednesday night or something. It was a weeknight. Yeah. He came in and he, he was retrospect. Yeah. He was like the snake oil salesman. He gets up there, boy, <laughs> yes. and he's got his whole polished presentation uh -huh. about backmasking oh, yeah. and the the different beats and some of them oh, will summon demons. Summon and, the demons. Yeah. And you couldn't just throw something away. No, no. You had to burn it. You had to literally burn it. And so, yeah, there were, you know, then there were special arrangements made for everybody to go dig through their contraband of badness and bring it and have a community bonfire. You would not roast hot dogs over burning plastic. Please don't. It's probably a really inadvisable idea mm -hmm. to be burning all of that anyway. Right. But it was the 80s and 90s. So. We, we took a few things. We I remember specifically, and I don't know why, a John Denver 8-track that mm -hmm. we brought there. And how how that was evil, I don't know. Well, you know, he wanted to tell you it was about the sunshine on his shoulder. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I have a theory. Or just be thankful that he's a country boy, for crying out loud. <laughs> and he even thanked God for that. That's right. He did. <laughs> it's practically Christian music. He might as well be. I have a theory about why it came in waves. Okay, so we also, we had a presentation. I remember specifically the person who came and did our presentation that it was called Hell's Bells. Oh, wow, yeah. And I have a theory why it would come in waves because you'd bring in, like you said, you'd bring in the traveling evangelist of how yeah. terrible secular music is. Everybody would get all their stuff together, burn it. Yeah, you kids come on over here, but don't touch my RV. <laughs> That's... That's the guy. Oh, that was the guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then everybody's left with either you can listen to church hymns or classical music or Christian music. And then eventually you, everybody's like, you know, I mean, this, this Christian music is awful. This yeah. Sucks. And yeah, so, it's horrible. And so then you go back to Walmart or wherever and you buy or sometimes shoplift more of the pop music and... Mm -hmm. Build up your collection again, and then and then you're ripe for the picking again. So then they got to bring the guy back in and do another presentation about how awful it is. Do and... you think he was a show for the music industry? Ooh. They're like, hey, we want people to buy more, but they already own everything. Well, let's get them to burn it, and then they'll buy it again. That is a conspiracy that I can latch onto and full, fully believe right now in this moment. I'm going with it. I'm going to declare it fact. Okay, I'm there. I, I will co-sign it for you. Perfect. This is now... A national why don't, you, why don't you take the next two because they're all three songs well okay and this one definitely ties together with the christian music thing because 1963 is when the kingsman released you, you skipped that one. Oh, i forgot in between Dang. same same year same 1960. year 1960 a, a fairly this would to me would have been much more racy than tell laura i love her right hitting number one on the charts is itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that, to me, is a little bit more racy it's, than somebody dying in a car right. accident. Yes. And, to me, more racy than the next one as yeah. well, which yeah. was also problematic. I've never worn a bikini, itsy-bitsy really? or otherwise. Never. I do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, you can just rock the, it. Just the bottoms. You've always had that bikini bod. I'd like so. to go topless. Yeah, I sure have a bikini <laughs> bod, that's for sure. Topless. Okay, now, the, the, the controversial one here, 1963, the Kingsman release Louis Louis. Radio stations label it obscene. Yeah, and, and it's not. It's not. 
However, if you were a evangelical Christian youth of the 90s, you don't know the lyrics to Louie Louie, but you know Pharaoh Pharaoh, mm -hmm. which was the Christianized version of it. Yes. Pharaoh Pharaoh, whoa, whoa let my people go. Yes. Adapted backwards for Moses. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, but so, yeah, Louie Louie um, declared obscene by our... Even if you did, you try to read the lyrics through yeah, 1963's yeah. eyes, and it just well, it was about a sailor who was trying to make his way home to his lover. Right. And and I mean, I know that there were some more prudish times than today, but those were on the heels of some less prudish times as well. Yeah, Things are yeah. pretty cyclical throughout history. There we are. So yeah, who knows? 1975, Hank Williams Jr. Country music star falls off a damn mountain. 500 feet, he falls off of the side of Ajax Peak in Montana. That, is he still alive? He lived through it. He and lived... he grew a beard afterwards because his face was all scarred up oh, from it. Oh, yeah. And just to be clear, he fell off because I believe he was uh -huh. drunk and high and every other substance problem that he had before, during, and after. It's, it's a problem. Hank is a troubled... Troubled man. Is he still alive to this day? I think so. He okay. was. He's the one who sang the Monday Night Football theme yes, for that's ages. Right. Yeah. Okay. He lived some life. Lived yeah. some. He's rough got a. He's life. got a boy now. Uh, that's I think also trying to take a good swing at the music business. Has been for a little while, and I can't remember if he's the third or what. Because Hank Williams Sr. was the original. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're born into that family, what else are you going to do, seriously? Well, with your life. You know, as Junior would tell you, people ask me, Hank, why do you drink? Why do you roll smoke? Why must you live out the songs that you wrote? And why is it? It's, it's family a tradition. Family tradition. Yeah. All right. I'm so disturbed by this next one. I can't cover it. You're going to have okay. to Okay. It. Well, it's, it's kind of amazing. It, it's really both it's disturbing even. it is it's um, disturbing. 2001 in the bahamas a company called clonade ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Right? It's troubling like, from the start. It's a mixture of cloning and Kool-Aid. Yeah, Clone exactly. Aid. Yeah. They intimated that they might be cloning humans. They might be. The company... They're like, we're just going to float this right. out there and yeah. see what do, what do people say we about may, it? We may not. How do you feel? <laughs> they argue publicly, like to media outlets, that it is ethical to clone human genetic material. 
then they would neither confirm nor deny whether a human had actually been cloned. But late in that year, 2002, December 27th, the CEO announces that a baby clone named Eve has been born. I hate it. This is not good. I don't like it. They followed up to say that several additional successful clonings were in the process and then later said have been completed. Um, there's a big Wikipedia entry on this. There's also a 2018 article in the Miami Herald that's pretty interesting. Um, the headline of that, to tell you a little bit more about Clonade, the headline of the, the Herald article is, The Day a Cult That Believes in Space Aliens Announced a Cloned Human Baby in Florida. Now, there's certainly that undertone, that facet of things to it. That yeah. weird alien stuff, all that. Okay. But, man, these people are a lot bigger than just what a wackadoo you would expect just... You know, oh, it's two guys working out of a tool shed and yeah. breathing ether or something. Right. Now, they had, and they probably still do if we're honest, mm. but they had multiple offices around the globe mm -hmm. or labs, whatever you will. Mm. Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of a real deal. And I don't, I don't doubt that they cloned something. Maybe humans. I don't know. It just it's it's absolutely sends shivers up my spine. Have you never opened a science fiction book? Have you never watched a science fiction movie? The path that this is on, and this was like twenty years ago. So right. I am even more horrified to think about what has happened in the time since then. But this is just such a bad path that again read a book this never ends well it could potentially explain a lot about some of the weirder personalities of hollywood like tom cruise if he were a soulless clone then it's like yeah you can't hold him responsible right mm -hmm. i suppose that's right so weird man so weird. That's also, I may stick that one into the anti-awesome file, too, because it's really There's freaking me out. several anti-awesomes today. <laughs> Let's shift into something that is awesome. Okay. It's summertime. It is. And that's awesome in and of Always. itself. Yes. People oftentimes will cook out mm -hmm. on the grill in right? the summer. Mm -hmm. And we did just discuss hamburgers. Hamburgers. So, should we talk about some of the different things you could do? Let's do, because you... I mean, I may be a little biased. You make the best burgers ever, hands down. And you have taken a different philosophy than some might at their casual backyard cookout. We don't call them barbecues here in Oklahoma because barbecue is a whole genre of food. But in some parts of the country, they call it uh, the barbecue. Yeah, the, yeah, it's not a barbecue. Yes, but if you're grilling hamburgers, some people will just, you know, you take your hamburger, you put it in patties and, and you grill it. And then or you, you just buy pre-made patties. Or pre-made patties. And then you fix it, fix it up fancy with your fixins later. But you have a, a different approach to the perfect burger. Because I have an affinity with twos, <laughs> may I present two perspectives? Let's do it. Let's, let's go technique first. Technique. Okay. One of the worst things I've ever seen in my life Besides a cloned human baby. Well, I've not seen one of those. I imagine they'd make a terrible hamburger. Both, no. like, they can't don't make burgers themselves and no. they would not be a tasty burger. I hate it. Don't. Okay. Don't eat baby burgers. <laughs> That's off the table. Okay. Okay. It's obscene and vulgar. We, we were invited 
This is probably one of the many reasons I don't like to go to social events. We were invited to somebody's house. It was a large get together of humans our age, mm -hmm. no clones involved. And the dude was going to dazzle everybody. He'd gotten a new grill and he's going to cook burgers for everybody. And he pulls out from the freezer, a box of patties. He didn't even thaw them out. What? What, what year is this? This is when we were like newlyweds. No, no. I can't say because I'll tell you after because I don't want to okay. damage anybody's image publicly. Unless they're a celebrity, I'll tear them to the ground. It's different, right? Yes. So this dude, he, he starts pulling them out. He left them beside the grill in the box to kind of thaw a little bit. Mm. But then he, he throws these super thin patties on the grill. And as he's burning each side effectively, trying to get the middle to cook, he's also pressing down on them with the spatula, squeezing all of the potential juice that might have been there out of them. And when it was done, it was a very crispy exterior with a brown, dirt dry interior. It it was terrible. It was a hockey putt burger. It was worse. Mm. It was like a Frisbee that was recalled. Oh, man. It was bad. Yeah. Moisture is a thing. It's with a, a burger. Necessary. Thickness thing. of patty is a thing. Yeah. Now, so, one, make the patty. Buy, buy a, a deal of ground beef and make the patties yourself. If you want to get all fancy and weigh and try to get, that's fine. I just get a rough handful of meat, make a ball, and then start to squash it down. As you do so, you want to make sure that you get the inside thinner than the exterior edge because the edges cook faster than the middle. Mm -hmm. Make it thicker so you you have uniform moistness throughout. Yes. Yes. I. What's your second point? Because I feel like you're not you're. Well, never, never squash the patty oh. with the spatula. Leave yes. it alone. The perfect burger is the burger that you've kind of figured out your system yeah. and you flip it once yeah. and you don't squash and do all that crap let the moisture stay in there i like to cook them on pretty pretty high heat as well yeah so that would be technique side uh, okay that's the technique side mm -hmm. i feel like you're leaving out the most important part well you're so, thinking recipe yes recipe yes. is this the second prong this is the second prong. okay good i was literally starting to have heart palpitations thinking that you weren't going to explain okay. this key part of your burger process. Do not buy the 90-20 ground beef. Mm -hmm. You want the fat. Yeah. Some of it will cook out. It'll yeah. it'll be fine. And the fat is not bad for you. No. We're, we're finally beginning to understand that through science as well. Fat's not bad for you. <laughs> you can also go and ask the butcher at a meat counter to grind up some brisket for you. Yes. Which makes a great burger. Yes, Even if you want to just do part brisket, part Regular hamburger meat, yes. whatever, it's delicious. It's good. So good. Those things, if you're stuck, even if you're not stuck with the lower fat thing, what you can also do, and I have done it many times, is cook up a few strips of bacon, mm -hmm. crumble it up into the hamburger meat, and pour the fat in there. Now, keep a, keep a glass of water by the grill because yes. you will get some flare-ups, and mm -hmm. you'll need to stand back and toss a little water in there to calm it down. Yeah. It will flare up big when you do it, so don't stand over it and <laughs> do that or you will unless not have a beard you, anymore. I was going to say, unless you want to lose your eyebrows. Yeah. Um, but no, the big, and I know 
you're just shifting your weight back and forth waiting. One of the big finds that we've made is to per patty, that's again, a good handful of meat. I would guess they're probably somewhere between one third and one half pound patties mm -hmm. that we go with. Yeah. Um, is to put about a tablespoon of Concord grape jelly and about a tablespoon of your favorite barbecue sauce per, per patty. Per how many patties you're gonna make, right. yes. I, Again, I kind of know for however many pounds of meat yeah. we've got, what I'm doing, I dump it all in a bowl, mix it all up, and then yes. make patties. Um, one, the moisture is incredible. Yes. Two, the jelly, yep. because of the sugar, mm -hmm. as it cooks, the sugar will crystallize just a little bit on the outside. They'll look pretty charred. They may even look gross, but they're not. They're not. Texture's good. There's just that little bit of sweetness, a oh little bit of kick from the barbecue sauce. You do that. Now, if you want to go all out, you do that, you uh, butter and toast your buns, mm -hmm. and then just go keep it simple. Just do a, a little bit of mayo, do some homemade guacamole in there mm -hmm. on that slice of cheese, American cheese, that's it. Yeah. And it just, all those things play together. You'll have rivulets of good meat juices running down oh into your gosh. beard. And it's worth it. My tummy's going to start rumbling right now just thinking about, oh my goodness, you make a great burger. The grape jelly barbecue sauce combo is the pivotal it game is. changer of the burger. It is. I never would have believed it when somebody suggested, I can't remember where the suggestion came from. I thought at the time, well, that's weird. And then I was like, fine, I'll try it. And it was. we've never gone back. Never gone back. We've tried a few other things. Yeah. I did... Uh, I did baked beans and bacon yeah, mixed was, in one time. That, that was, was pretty good. good. That was good. Um, you have cooked burgers out for so many people that we've had over, families, guests of all kinds. Mm -hmm. You've done this for years. Never once has it failed to elicit like, oh my gosh, these are the best burgers I've ever eaten. Are, are there more? Can I go back for seconds? Can I go back for another one? And um, we, we do cook many, and I can't think of a time that I've not had at least three yeah. when we've made them. It's yeah. ridiculous. They're so good. They're so good. And then you don't, it's not about the fancy toppings. It's right. Because the burger <clears throat> itself is so delicious. Yes. So, golly, let's go make burgers. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I don't want to go to the store this evening. Okay. Well, shall we then into our last non-segment? Yes. What can we watch? Well, there's a movie about Hank Williams Jr. It even shows him falling off the mountain. It's not very good, but you can watch it. It's like, it's a, it's a movie movie. It's like a fictional yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's like a, it's not like a documentary. No, no. It's like a footage. fictional biography. If, is that okay. a thing? Uh, Based on real events? A biopic. Yes. That is okay. a thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's that. Um, like I said, it's not very good, but it's okay. there. I think I watched it on, I don't know, a long time ago on commercial television as a youth. Yeah. Back in your youth. Yeah. All right. Uh, reading wise, read. Well, go do a Google search for Clonade. C L O N A I D. Uh -huh. You'll find the Wikipedia page, the Miami Herald article, and probably a whole lot more. Might even find an office, and <laughs> you know, do as you will. I'm so scared. I hate it. I have nightmares tonight. Um, if you're listening, why not go listen to the controversial trio from yeah. today? Tell Laura I love her. Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini and Louie Louie. 
all three, or hey, just turn on the Hank Williams Jr. catalog of songs and yeah. pour yourself a drink. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what else to do, but he would even encourage you to pop a few pills. Yeah, pill. Hey, anything you can get your hands on. Preferably stay both off, hands. Stay off the side of the mountain. Though. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't go up on mountains for that. I did want to mention. Bathtub is scary enough. <laughs> I did want to mention, you know, earlier in our run of Awesome Today, we did a special deep dive on the case of Ray Rivera. Yes. Who was um, the man who died under extremely mysterious circumstances. His story is featured in episode one of the Netflix reboot of Unsolved Mysteries. So we discovered in the probably close to an hour, or maybe it was a little more than it was, an hour. It was a long episode. Yes. That there was so much, and we only had time to just like hit the highlights. Yeah. There's it wasn't so even much a there. deep dive. It was like a medium dive. It was a medium dive. I will say, and I wanted to tell you all, that one of my very favorite podcasts called Sinisterhood, which is a sort of true crime and supernatural comedy podcast mm -hmm. uh, by two women out of Dallas, they just started the first of their three part series they're going to do on the story of Ray Rivera. They nice. have read the book. You mentioned that there was a book. I think mm -hmm. it's called An Unexplained Death. Um, they've read the book. They have read all the Reddit threads, which we know Reddit really took this case. The Redditors that are on that case have developed even, the way I understand it, a Google Doc where people can contribute their theories and their wow. leads and their clues. Um, anyway, the ladies of Sinister... Sinisterhood, the podcast, have started a series on it. So go check it out. They have part one up as of right now. It comes out on Wednesdays. So, yes, I'm very much looking forward. Well, don't let me forget. I'm going to wait until yes, all the episodes are out. You, you like to do a binge. Yes. I like to do a weekly installment. So, anyway, good, good, good stuff there to listen to. All right. Lifestyle. Clone yourself or a loved one if you can find clone aid. Go grab a water burger, burger if you yes. have one close by. Yes, hey, and, and and seriously, file that away. If you find yourself one day anywhere central, or you can have water burger wherever they're at. But if you specifically find yourself anywhere from central to south Texas, and especially if you find yourself in Corpus Christi, make sure you get by and try those that are closer to home. Absolutely. Last lifestyle note. And cook a cook a uh, jelly well, barbecue burger. Yeah, there you go. Cook your own. Forget yeah. traveling to Corpus Christi. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to see there. Just kidding. Um, last lifestyle note, I have on the way, finally, a pair of flip-flops that are specially designed for bad feet like mine with the fallen arches. They're called Archies. This is a case where I know for a that I know for a fact that my phone listens to me yeah. and out of the blue, I started getting served these ads on Facebook and Instagram for Archie's flip-flops because my phone knows everything about me. Um, and so I'd seen them go by in my feed many times because they were relentless in serving me those ads. Um, I've gotten to the point where it's just, it's uncomfortable to walk around barefoot. The shoes that I've relied on for years for a little extra arch support aren't cutting it anymore. And you were like, why don't you just get some new arch supportish shoes? Yeah. And these are designed with the same 
arch supporting technology that our traditional orthotics have, but it's in a flip flop. So they're on the way. I cannot wait to get them. I will update when they get here. And the great thing about a flip flop is if you're in line at the grocery store and your kids or someone else's <laughs> are misbehaving, you can whip them with a flip flop. It works. <laughs> We've seen it in person. Yes. So that's it for today, I think. All right. Well, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. On average, Americans eat three hamburgers a week. That is a national total of over 50 billion burgers a year. Some people eat zero burgers, which indicates that some have one or more burgers every day. That feels excessive. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.